hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It is Wednesday, uh, November 1st. We are in November, officially. My house did not get egged last night. Uh, I did not have toilet paper last night. I did have a crew of about 30 princesses, 10 Mario brothers, and a a bunch of little superhero, Batman, Spider-Man, the whole thing, show up at my door all at once. The dogs went nuts. I love this neighborhood. I love where I live. I live on a huge hill, so it, it, it is not the best to um to uh, trick or treat in the entire neighborhood came up at once i think it was around four or five o'clock at night they rang the doorbell dogs went nuts dogs went so nuts uh they they slept for the rest of the night turned my light off i was done so i hope you had a great halloween uh in fact speaking of halloween i posted last night world's best uh costume the world's uh, greatest investor world's worst investor i should say and it's our uh, number two uh, rule on the podcast, world's worst investor, Jim Cramer. Uh, always do inverse. Rule number two, do not listen to Jim Cramer. Uh, I, listen, I, I think he's a good, he's a good, you know, he, he, he understands news. He understands stock. He just, he's just a boomer. He's a criminal. I mean, his, his work at Goldman Sachs, he did criminal things. And he continues to do criminal things by pumping and dumping some stocks. And he charges you for a... Um, uh, a trading system where he just basically charges you for a text instead uh, of a text though he does it boomer style with email <laughs> so but it is the one year anniversary of the uh the facebook group and some highlights of the facebook group you'll get stuff like this if you join it uh, you get the short of my Sam Bankman Freed post yesterday about uh, Bitcoin and stuff. And you can see that photo right there is what I did the short on. Uh, I post every now and then. I post the newsletter. I haven't been as active in here as I would like. Uh, but if you want to join any of the stuff, just go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R slash E-E slash Daily Stock Pick, and you'll see everything that you need to see. But I do like posting fun stuff on the, um, the, the, the Facebook group. So if you join, I do, it is private. So you do have to join. Uh, you have to ask, uh, ask, uh, answer a question as to who, who the host is. But I think you can answer Bozo or Gary. You just can't answer Jim Cramer. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the Facebook group's right there. One year anniversary. Okay, enough of that. By the way, if you want to follow on YouTube, uh, my apologies about yesterday. I had a power outage. Everybody, I kind of got messages afterwards. What happened? You went off the air. I came back on. Some of you guys rejoined, but the the file was corrupted, so I had to do a screenshot. My apologies about getting the the, uh, podcast out late yesterday on YouTube, but join YouTube. Now, where are we on Spy? Uh, We are seasonality, and I will pull a lot of this up, but here's Spy. Uh, yesterday in the algorithm, we had a cross-up. And if you're asking about the algorithm, what it is, it's based on a a MACD strategy, uh, four-hour candles. So this is a four-hour candle. It's in TrendSpider. If you want access to this this algorithm, it's one that I built. There's a 65-minute algorithm too. Uh, TrendSpider is having their Black Friday sale. The Black Friday sale starts today. There are three different sales. There is a monthly sale. You can get it for $39 a month with seven days free. 
you can get it for $351 for the year with seven days free. Or the best price, you get it for $296.40 when you don't take the seven days free. So you save about 50 bucks by not taking the, the, the seven days free. I, you guys have watched me enough. You know you don't need the seven days free. If you're going to sign up, sign up for it. Uh, this offer ends in four days. I think it starts to go up after four days. They haven't sent me too many details. But again, the, the, they have an early bird bonus. Uh, you get 12 months of real-time non-pro CME futures data. So if you're going to trade futures, that's the one that you want. Uh, the Elite Plus, I don't think I don't need it. I have the Elite. In order to get my... Uh, uh, my uh, algorithm, you do need the elite level. So you need that, li- that, that that level. At least you can't have the essential because the essential, if you go down here, the essential only does um, minimum uh, chart scanner daily. And, and my algorithm is based on a four-hour plan. So hold on one second. No. Sorry, dog is crying. She wants me to pull the blanket over her. That is not what, what I'm about. But yeah, Transpider having their Black Friday sale. Uh, hop on it. It will uh, be over soon, but here's the algorithm on SPY. Uh, see how we have kind of a half circle here? Um, that right there is what I call a button hook. It's a bottom half as a circle. The question is, are we going and going to get confirmation? Well, you have an entry point in the algorithm at 418.23 right there. 418.23 is the entry point. Uh, the algorithm loses you 6% over two years on SPY. If you just bought and held SPY over two years, you've lost 9.7%, 24 months. So, uh, but this is, this is the entry point, 418. You can see the MACD cross up. You can see coming off an oversold uh, of 26 on the RSI. Right now you're at 43. Hold on one second. Sorry. Dog flipped her blanket over and uh, then was crying and and. If you've ever heard a dog cry, you, you have to pay attention. But Spy, we're on this. Uh, I posted this yesterday. I said, you see how the, there's a button hooks like, like the bottom half. Will it continue? The, the problem that you have until you have uh, confirmation, you might get one of these pops, but you've got lower highs right here. Uh, ever since the July high, you've got lower highs. Um, you know, you, you ha- you're definitely in a downward trend. And we haven't broken that downward trend. If you want to know the downward trend from the July high on a four-hour, you got to connect three three places. And right there, we are far from breaking this downward trend. Completely far from breaking that downward trend. So I don't trust it. Uh, I, I like it. But I do, I, I'd like to see a little bit more before I go all in. Um, now, uh, SPY, QQQ is very similar. So QQQ... Uh, doesn't have an entry yet in the algorithm, uh, but it's super similar. It will. You can see the MACDs crossing up, so most likely it will. If it holds that nine day, I think you can go in. Uh, and, and there's a couple of reasons. There's, you'll see it in the newsletter, but the scans on um, on 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 uh, my algorithm, I just have probably 50, 60 that I found under the 200 day. That are crossing up on the MACD, that that you know, and they're super quality stocks. So you've got scans; they're 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 down. So it's bound to go turn around at some point. The economy's not that weak. I mean, the economy's strong. Their earnings are coming in really well. And the key point here: November is seasonally very very good. 
To, uh, today we have a press conference with Jay Powell. Most likely they halted, um, halted rates. So there, there's an expectation that maybe in December we go up again. But the, the, the bond market is doing the work for the Fed. So And it's already been done. And at 5%, do we think it's going to 6%? Some people do. Remember, the 10-year bond is driving this market. So um, I just don't mean, you know, inflation potentially down, kind of even, earnings coming in strong. Reactions haven't been that great for earnings, even though they've, they've been solid earnings. You know, you turned around and you're positive now. This is what's happening is that the pre-market, you're getting beaten down and then you're turning around positive. And here is seasonality for QQQ. Uh, for the last 25 years, QQQ, 76% of the time, you wind up higher than you opened. Okay, 76% of the time, it's the top month. The only other better month was June, July. And what did we do in July? We bought TQQQ in July. We said, you know what? We want TQQQ because uh, we, we want to triple lever it. With that kind of uh, benefit, we want to make sure that on July 1st, Let's go to July 1st. I think it was right around this time, um, July 3rd. July 3rd, market opened up at 41.20. Let's go to the July 31st. Uh, market uh, closed at 45. You made 10% on TQQQ. Could have traded it in between. Could have gotten out there, gotten back in, gotten out. You know, th- This run from April... You were in from April in TQQQ all the way to August, and you made 48%. So I do think that TQQ has a spot. Now, you can see on TQQQ that the, the, the bounce here at 30, which we hit a few days ago, back on October 26th, that covered this gap. So are we going back up? You had the death cross of the 50 crossing under the 200-day. I think TQQQ is worth the, the risk. Now, the other risk that you can look at is choose your fighter, UVIXI or SVIXI. UVIXI is the upward, meaning that um, uh, upward, if we're going to have a sell-off and we're going to continue the sell-off, the VIX is going to have to go up. If we go over to Seeking Alpha and we just type in VIX, uh, and you can do this for free. You don't have to pay for Seeking Alpha to see this stuff. Um you know, a lot, most of Seeking Alpha, and I'll, I'll do it later, but most of Seeking Alpha is free. If you just use any link that I provide in the newsletter and sign up for Seeking Alpha, you can get a free version. You don't have to pay the 80, um, $189 that the offer is out there. I use Seeking Alpha for free plenty of times. I love it, but you do level up when you pay that $189 for the year. But the VIX, currently it's 17. One year, it's down 30%. This, if we are going to have a sell-off, this is going to hit 25, easily 25. So the, the stocks that you play are UVIXI and SVIXI. UVIXI is the, 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 the ultra uh, VIX short-term futures. Uh, SVIXI, you can think of uh, SVIXI as the short, meaning SVIXI is short. Uh, UVIXI means that when the VIX goes up, UVIXI goes up. When the uh, VIX goes down, SVIXI goes up. So XVIXI is the uh, the actual inverse. If we're going to have a good no, uh, November, SVIXI is the one. Like I said, 
Choose your fighter. Over the last 20 years, November has been one of the worst months for the volatility index with a 26% win rate and an average return of minus 4.46%. That would mean that X Vixie would, would be your fighter. With VIX being bad, S Vixie is good. So understand that between TQQQ, triple levered on the Qs, and, and uh, S Vixie, you can make yourself a good November if we have an upward trajectory market. Just things to think about. Uh, Treasury said they will sell $48 billion in three year notes. That's kind of, uh, you know, uh, I, I like it. Uh, let's just point out one stock that I said, hey, under 180, you want to grab this one? Uh, the, the buy on the algorithm was 179. Boeing, you're up another 1.43%. I think this one gets back up. It's, it's up above the 50-day the right now. The nine days positive. The 50-day hasn't turned positive. Uh, I think it's going to turn positive. The 200-day is still negative. We still have to go through a little bit. But remember, that death cross on Boeing doesn't always stay for very long. So I think you're going to start to see this upward trajectory on Boeing. I, I like it. I just don't know. Is there more news out there on Boeing that's bad? Every time we see it go to 200 to 220, it turns out bad. Uh, let's talk about some earnings. Uh, Qualcomm after the bell today. Uh, I like this one. I like this stock. You saw what AMD yesterday. We'll talk about AMD with their earnings. Uh, they they were actually down Um and then they, they just mentioned a, uh, AI, and, and they shot up. And, and I think they were down 6 7%, and then they were up 6 7% during the call. So the volatility in these names can be traded. Qualcomm, right before earnings, across up here, 108.80. 108, you're trading at 109. I think you get back, once you get, get above this 50-day, you've got confirmation. Once you get above this 50-day, you're going to 115. Nice little pop in a stock that is a quality, quality name. They will announce some some stuff on AI chips today. They have mentioned that some of their newer chips um, for PCs will blow away the M3 from Apple. And remember, Apple had a special event just for the M3 chip. PayPal reports after the bell today. We have a cross up here at 51.79. You can see where we, we just have not done. Uh, a great, uh, you know, on PayPal, I'm holding. I'm holding since here. Right now, I'm down 25%. Uh, It's the first uh, CEO, the the first earnings call from the CEO. So I'm still holding out hope. It's a small position. I'm still holding significantly larger positions at higher uh, prices that I just haven't gotten rid of. FinTech, horrible. But you know what actually had a cross up? And this is what I want to point out. So fintech uh, it has a cross up. I'm sorry, uh, PayPal has a cross up. So does XLF at 32.27. You're trading at 32.30. The, you had this death cross. You have the 50 day. You're not close to the 50 day, but most of the financials have been beaten down. I like PayPal. I like PayPal after the after the bell today. The problem that you're going to have is the this new CEO. Their problem has been margins. It doesn't take. It takes more than a quarter to turn around margins. Uh, Thursday before the bell, so you'd have to own it today to get the the pop on the earnings. Shopify. We don't have a cross up yet. Probably on this candle or the afternoon candle, you'll get it. Uh, we broke through that resistance. The nine days starting to turn positive on Shopify. I like this one. 
I, I just, you know, small business, I think it's back. Before the bell tomorrow too, Palantir, you're going to see a nice little button hook, no confirmation yet, but it's starting to get there. Right now, it's it's uh, down 1.89% at 14, 14.52. I like this one. I like it's put in this this nice little capitulation here between 14 and 15. I like it if you can get it. Another one that we hold in the core portfolio or that I hold, PXD. PXD, Pioneer. They're being bought by Exxon. They have their earnings. They're most likely going to announce a special dividend. Um, they are independent until Exxon takes them over. I would expect a nice large dividend. Um, the av- what, the worst case is that you hold this and, and you get an equal share of, you get Exxon at about 257 per share. Uh, so that's the worst case scenario. Well, unless the deal is called off, unless regulators don't let it go through. I don't expect that. Uh, the big daddy of earnings is Apple after the bell tomorrow. And, and Scott asked about this one. You have a cross up here right at 170. 170.77. You've been putting in this this kind of bottom here at about 168 to 170. Um, and, and then you kind of get confirmation. Doesn't have full confirmation yet. You had the death cross. Like I said, you don't spend much time under the death cross. I don't have hopes of this one. I went over it, and and I think Monday's newsletter, which is still out there if you want to look at the newsletter. If you just go back here, you can look at Monday's um, for all of the the stuff here. Apple event and earnings should drive the market this week. I put in a detailed focus of Apple, and you can just scroll down uh, to the bottom, and and, you know, Thursday after the bell. Here's Apple. Um, You can see, uh, here it is, Apple out. Uh, and then Apple earnings, uh, Transpider is seeking alpha. I, maybe it was the the one before this. One of the newsletters this week, I put in a huge Apple. Maybe it was the paid one. Let me see. Was it the paid one? Because I do like to give the paid folks on the weekends significantly more. Yeah, it was the paid one. Thursday after the bell. Uh, Apple, rest assured, there's a bellwether of the stock. Apple has reported a decline in revenues three straight quarters. As you can see, Apple's revenue has declined in each of the past three quarters. Look out below. Here's the iPhone, decline year over year. Uh, Wearables, decline year over year. Services, that's where they're making their money. It's plus 12% over the year. They're taking 30%. So when you sign up, even on Substack, I get 30% taken out of whatever you pay. And it goes to Apple because you signed up through Substack and they take, I think it's 32, 33%, somewhere like that. Um, This is, here's what I say about, uh, about Apple. I don't expect this quarter to be killer. I expect this quarter to be adequate. Adequate hasn't done well in this market. And that's what you have to know. So Apple, for me, uh, if we look at the long term, I'm not trimming it here. I'm not saying sell it. I am saying if you don't have a position in Apple, there's no reason to get in before earnings. If you wanted to add to your position, wait till after the earnings. Uh, this is the long term. This is the weekly. You can see COVID didn't even bring this down to the 200 day. Um, the 2018, 2019, uh, when Janet Yellen started raising rates, that's what brought it from 55 down to 37. And you touch the 200 day, and it's been going up ever since. Here's COVID. COVID just touched the 50 day. You're right at the 50 day. When we shut down the world, Apple came down to the 50 day. 
So right now you're at the 50-day on the on the weekly. Uh, it's been in a downturn. It hasn't been a huge downturn. Again, from from all estimates, this is a $200 stock in good times. So that's where I like to see it. That's what I say. If you it, the worst case scenario in my mind, we come down to this 200-day over the next three months. I don't see it happening today. I do see if if the earnings are disappointing, if they don't announce a big enough buyback, if there's not a special dividend, if there's not a split, uh, if services for some reason comes down, if they make mention of uh, slowing max sales, um, if they say uh, Apple Vision is delayed, something like that, I think you get down to the 150s. I think you may get down to 155, 160. In my mind, if you don't have a position, that's where you start to start your position. If you do have a position, I'd say add to it. If I get down on Apple down to that far, I'm going to start adding to the position. Again, I just they buy back enough stock so that that multiple is going to be brought down. So, there's my thought on Apple. Uh, you know, I'm not holding out hope that Apple is going to pop to 200 cuz I don't think that it will. Uh, one that I actually like that just reported earnings, GE Healthcare. We talked about it. It, it just had a cross up here at uh 68 62 I need to add this oh it isn't my not, not owned G healthcare I don't know why it didn't show up but G healthcare 6602 uh, it's trading at 6656 I like this to get back up here the problem that I have with this one is we haven't seen enough from this stock again it was IPO just earlier this year uh it ran all the way up to $90 and you're trading at 66 I think healthcare is a solid play in fact, my largest healthcare uh, position is UNH. They just had a cross-up today. But I like GE Healthcare. Now, let's talk about Cleveland Cliffs because Cleveland Cliffs announced something that, that drove the stock, up, the stock up. You're seeing the stock pull back a little. But when you saw the 1564 um, uh, price uh, entry right after the earnings at 1564, the reason you saw this is because they raised prices. So with earnings, they announced, hey, we raised prices. We lowered cost, and the end of the UAA, UAW strike, all good news for this stock. All really good news for this stock. So I still like Cleveland Cliffs. It's at 1647. The entry is 1564. I say if you can get this at, at, at uh, anywhere in the 15 handle, I think it's a good one. Hold on one second. Stop. Why are you crying? No, you've got your bed. You can't get into that other bed. Sorry. Multiple bottoms here. You can see this is Cleveland Cliffs on Finviz. Multiple bottoms at $14. Stop, sorry. Uh, but what I like is you can see the CEO, um, chairman, president, and CEO. He, April In April at $14.96, he bought almost $1.5 million worth. That is where he's managing this business to. That is the bottom that he wants to manage the business to. And this guy ain't like super rich dude. Um, he's not got hundreds of million dollars. So I like this one. I really like that one right there. Uh, and again, all good news. I, I think that one rises. I think I'm holding at about an average cost of 16, 17. I bought some at 19 or something. Uh, let's talk about Tesla because we talked about yesterday, TSLQ, and, and we had a couple of, we had a turnaround. It's holding on to this $200 mark. It is just seems to be, want to not go under that one. Uh, I just don't see a lot of good news. You've got a ton of promotion with uh, Joe Rogan. Right now, uh, he just shot an arrow 
And if you go on Twitter, you can see it all over the place because, of course, Elon owns Twitter. So guess what's uh, all over Twitter is the Cybertruck with Joe Rogan shooting it with an arrow. And it, it does. It, I don't even think it dented it. Uh, it didn't go through. But that arrow would have gone through most other cars. So you've got a MACD cross-up. I don't, again, short this one maybe at your own peril. I just can't pull myself to pull the trigger right now. I should have pulled the trigger when we didn't have anything close to confirmation right after earnings. You could have pulled the trigger at 232 and shorted this one all the way down to 200. That's more than 10% on a short basis. That's fantastic. Um, But it's fighting that 200-day. Mara, let's talk about Bitcoin. Yesterday, uh, we'll talk about crypto a little bit because I did do a short um, on uh, Sam Bankman-Fried yesterday, and I posted it on YouTube. But here, Mara, 807. You're trading at 873. You're kind of putting in this capitulation. Don't be greedy with this. Their earnings are coming up next week, November 8th. I think it's post uh, aftermarket. Yeah, post-market on November 8th. Um, you're putting in right here. This is just the volume shelf right here. You're seeing it break down on that volume shelf. Um, I, I think that $8 is probably where you're at. Bitcoin's up at like 34,000. They're probably going to announce something crazy good with with Bitcoin this uh, this much. So do I see it rising back up to 15? I see the 50-day turning. I see the 200-day kind of moving straight. I see the 9-day and the 21. The only one that's kind of pointing down is the 9-day. So I, that's what I see. Uh, now let's talk about, this is the picture. Um, that supposedly a Sam Bankman freed. I can't, I mean, listen, they got this picture on the right of Carolyn Ellison. They got that right. Uh, the other one, I don't think they got it right, but uh, I did a short yesterday on YouTube. If you'd like to see it about that, if you just go to youtube.com at daily stock pick, um, and then just click on the shorts, you'll see it right here. Did Sam Bankman free pay off the, the artist? So go and look at that one. That, that one was kind of fun. AMD. Uh, I own AMD, and I think I own AMD in the 80s, I think is about where my average purchase price is. Maybe it's the 90s. Um, I did buy at 109. I added way back here, I think, at 109. Maybe it was um, uh, this th- at this time, probably. In August at 109. Might have even been October. But I, I did add at 109. I have not added. Their earnings yesterday, they, they guided lower for Q4. Um, which was a lo- lower guide than expected, which caused the stock to lose 5% in pre-market. It went all the way down to, I think, 96 in pre-market or 94, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, look at it now. It's at 102. Anything under 100, grab AMD. All they did was announce AI. So this happened. AMD CEO Lisa Su on an earnings call. We now expect data center GPU revenue to be approximately $400 million in the fourth quarter and exceed $2 billion in 2024 as revenue ramps throughout the year. This growth would make uh, MI300 the fastest product to ramp. MI300, by the way, is their, uh, their uh, uh, AI chip. It would be the fastest product to ramp to $1 billion in sales history. So... That's crazy. That's nuts. Um, so I, I like that one. Now let's let's take a look at this again. That's Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, the picture you can go look at the short. This was interesting to me. This is um, from GS Investing. 
And this is the S&P 500 by decade, by decade. So you can look, the 1930s, that's the Great Depression, minus 1% by decade. 1940s, you were up 9%. 1950s, roaring 1950s, 19%. That is the best decade in the history. 1960s, 8%. 1970s, you were up 6%. You talk about a recession and you talk about um, a potential depression in the 1970s with the oil embargo, things of that sort, you were still up 6%. 1980s, crazy. You started the internet. And then the 1990s, you continued the internet uh, and it was up 18%. And then you had that dot bomb. The dot bomb, which took one, 10 years, the lost decade, 2000s, minus 1%. That is not considered a depression because we weren't in a depression. You could still find stocks. Again, if you bought in 2000, you could still find stocks that were going up in 2000. Uh, you, you had Amazon. You had uh, Apple. You, you know, I bought what? I think I bought Apple in 2005, 2006, somewhere around there. Made a ton of money because 2010s, you're up 14%. 2020 so far, you're up 8%. So is this going to be one of these where you're up, you know, maybe uh, after a 14% in uh, 2010s? I don't know. I mean, that's going to be tough to continue the, the 14%. But at 17% here in the 1980s and 1990s, in 1990s got 18%. I thought that was an interesting look at the market. I, I like that one. I'll include in the newsletter if you want to look at it more. Um, I wrote on my, uh, in my notes before I did the scans, the trading desk. It's been a while since I looked at this one. But remember, these are the guys who put uh, advertisements on streaming video. I like these guys. In fact, my parents' friend uh, was the CFO at one time, I think. I think he's now the CEO of Expedia. But um, yeah, $70.97. I like this company. Right before earnings, you get a MACD cross-up. November 9th, you're below the 200-day. You just had your death cross. So understand, this one is absolutely 100% higher for longer will kill them. They're making money. But the PE is 274. The forward PE is 48. So it is extremely, extremely expensive. If we go over here to the trading desk, oh, it auto-corrected to TED. It auto-corrected, TDT. Uh, But here, the quant rating, um, you can see the quant rating is 3.34. So these guys don't like it a lot. I tend to think that if there's one that may pop before earnings, might be this one. You can see 23 cents, 28 cents. What did Pinterest just do with uh, marketing dollars? What did Snap just do with marketing dollars? What did Facebook just do with marketing dollars? Strong quarters. So the trading desk, I like it. Uh, Let's go back to look at Tesla real quick because I wrote another note. Uh, Tesla, fear not Tesla bulls. Since the company IPO'd in 2010, November has been the second best performing month. 69% win rate. Average return, 9%. So let's look at the seasonality real quick. We'll go back. It goes back to 2010. Yep, there's the IPO. There you go. Second best month. What's the best month? It was June. Uh, Average return, 9%. So what are you doing in this one? Well, maybe you use TSLL, uh, which is the uh, levered one and a half times uh, bull. Yeah, Or you can use TSLQ. If, if you think it's going to short. But TSLL 
Seems to have the same MACD cross-up that Tesla does. Um, you know, potential, rising volume. I don't know. I mean, it's it just, again, I don't know where we're going on this market. Now, uh, Banzai Patel, Banzari Patel asked me to look at TQQQ, uh, and I went over it. I, I Listen, for the short term, uh, I think TQQQ, you had the death cross right here. I think the NASDAQ has been uh, brought down. You, you want to know what has a cross up? XLK. And, and, you know, this is just part of the, the, the scans that I did. XLK, 164.01. You had the death cross. It, it's coming back up. And so TQQQ, in my mind, I think you could take the chance. I wrote it yesterday. I think you could take the chance and buy it here at 33. I think you want it. This is not one that that is an investment. Understand, Bonsari. This is not an investment. This is a, a, one that you play and trade. So it's not one to hold on for a long time. Typically, I use these uh, TQQQ and SQQQ to lever myself. So if I think the market's going down, I'll trade SQQQ. But if I think the market's going up, I'm going to trade a TQQQ. So I just kind of make bets that way. I never put big money in these. I never put big money in these. Um, Sheila wants me to look at COSM. Cosmo Health. Cosmos Health. Sheila's from uh, Spotify. She wrote Cosmos Health. And and by the way, if you listen on Spotify, make sure you hit the five star. Uh, I know I say that every time, but please hit the five star. Um, it does help. They're, they're steering more people towards me, but hit that five star. And you can 100% every time um, I publish, I look at uh, the comments. I can't reply to you on Spotify, but I can, uh, if you have a stock that you want me to look at, just just hit the, the whatever stock symbol you have. I would ask you look it up beforehand just so that you're not putting in. We've had some problems with uh, people putting in a stock and, and it's not there. So just look, go to FinViz and look it up. But Cosmos, let's look. This has been a dying, oof, this does not look good, Sheila. Um, not good at all. Uh, I would say, let's look at a long term. Let's look at a weekly. Something happened. I mean, this was at 120 and it's down at one. Uh, COSM, let's see. Uh, Cosmos Health, they're not making money. They're losing $41 million. They only have a market cap of $13 million. So they have cash on hand of 17. This is going bankrupt. I mean, honest to God, this is going bankrupt. Uh, a cutting edge AI powered drug repository platform. Cosmos Health uh, CEO issues letter to shareholders. Um, this is going bankrupt. I can't imagine. Let's see what this 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 uh, CEO says. Uh, it's, it's hung up. Uh, I can't imagine huge buy in after hours thousand shares is a huge sell to this guy just remember that because it takes a lot um interesting insider chief executive officer he's been buying at 23 dollars wow wow october 12th cost 23.66 he just bought i i don't understand that let me see was this at 23 dollars in october no it wasn't so I don't I don't understand that. That had to be from previous years. So that's not recent. Cause the, the insider sales down at the bottom, there's no way these are recent. No way that the, in December. Um that that has to be, let's see, October twelfth. We'll look at it real quick. Because we can look at which year this is. Uh date of earliest transaction. 
Yeah. Common stock, par value, amount, price 2366. I don't get that. I just don't I don't see anything positive. I mean, you tell me, Sheila, I see nothing positive on this. Now, if you go to a 5-minute, if you're looking for just a trade, I mean, let's go to a 5-minute. You you probably have tons of volatility on this one. You do. Uh, you don't have the problem that you're going to have with Cosmos Health is probably filling orders because you only have 13 million shares. So filling orders through your brokerage, Sheila, probably a problem. That that's where I think you'll get you'll get stuck. Um, yeah, just too messy. Pennies away from 52 week low, uh, 90s Cosmo. I mean, look at the the. This is this is 100. I think a retail, and I think it's a pump. I think people are probably pumping it. Um, I just, I, I can't imagine this is good. It, it's not healthy within a year to go from 120 to, to $1. So they have earnings coming up on November 13th, uh, post-market. I don't even know where you'd read about that. It's too small of a market cap. But I can't, I, you're in at $1 and you're in at one, you know, you're trading at 105 so on the four hour, it's got you in, but the four hour loses you 89%. Now, here's the thing. Two years ago, if you bought this, you've lost 99%. So 89, losing 89% in the algorithm is doing pretty freaking well. You know, you had a nice pop here, September 12th, you made 16%. But here, just, you know, look at that. These few days, October 12th, you bought it at 130. By the algorithm, by the 19th. So within a week, you lost 15%. That kind of volatility to me, I don't know. I'd probably stay out of this one. Uh, let's look at some uh, some cross-ups. First one, uh, I do own Snowflake. Snowflake was taken out of the, uh, the, the core portfolio, but I personally still do own Snowflake. I made sure that everyone knew that one in the newsletter that I wrote uh, when I took it out. 145.15. I think this one goes back to 180. They do have earnings coming out November 29th. I think you wait until you see what Palantir does today, uh, uh, tomorrow, pre-market. But I think Snowflake, 145, I might add to it. it. Again, it's a long-term one. It's a bet. I don't hold a large position in this one. Um, the other one, DraftKings. Uh, I own a, a little position. I think it's around uh, $10,000, maybe $5,000 of this one. Twenty-seven sixty-three. Their earnings are coming up. Uh, looks like, uh, is it tomorrow? Yep, tomorrow post-market. So I expect to see some good numbers from this one, from the NFL, uh, from betting. Uh, I see their commercials all over the place. Did they reduce their uh, cost to gain new customers? That I think it's a $30 stock. I mean, bet on it. Whatever you want. If it goes down, I'll probably dollar cost average it again. Uh, UNH. This is my favorite uh, healthcare stock. It is expensive. It is best of breed. Um, and and I, I say it, under 500, grab it. Over 500, you can sell it. Look at this nice little 8% run. Got you back in right now at 535. You're trading at 533. Uh, their earnings are done, so you really don't have a catalyst here uh, to move it. But I like healthcare. I like healthcare. One that I also own that is not in the core portfolio. UNH is in the core portfolio. But Wells Fargo, under 40. I like Wells Fargo under 40. I like Bank of America under 30. And ironically, both have gotten a cross-up. And remember, uh, XLF got a cross-up as well. 
So Bank of America, 2613. You're trading at 2644. I own this one with an average price, I think, of around 28 or so. But I continually just buy this one on the way down. CRM, Salesforce. You want to talk about an AI company? This is one. CRM, $200.91. You're going back up to 220 at some point. Uh, there's too much hype on this one. Their earnings are coming out November 29th, so you got plenty of time between now and then. It's putting in that 200 just like Tesla kind of holds on to that $200, just $200 handle. Uh, XLK, we talked about technology. We talked about TQQQ. XLK, cross-up. We talked about PayPal, cross-up. We talked about Apple, cross-up. We talked about AMD, cross-up, right after earnings. Uh, one that we talked about, SPY, uh, if you want to just, you know, they talk about VOO and chill. Uh, this is an S&P Vanguard, S&P tracking 500, S&P 500 tracking fund. S&P, uh, you know, it's the best tool if you just want to buy something. I suggest most people who are new to trading, who don't understand trading, who want to try trading, I say put a good amount of your money into VOO and trade a certain portion of your money. See if you're good at trading. If you beat VOO, if VOO constantly beats you uh, yearly, you're not set up for trading. So you can trade a small portion, continue to trade a small portion. As you get better at trading and as you beat VOO, then you move money out of VOO into other stocks. Because again, you have to understand how to pick stocks, how to trade, how to understand how to do that. I mean, I've got a huge Apple position. Apple is my savings account. It has benefited me for years. And I've beaten VOO for years because of Apple. I, I never trimmed Apple. And that was the right decision. Hindsight 2020 doesn't, doesn't prove that it's going to continue to be a good strategy. But I think, you know, 2018, 2019, because of Apple's dip, uh, I lost there uh, just because of November and December of, of those two of uh, that year, 2018 into 2019. I think there was like 2008, I wound up doing poorly as well. There were only about four out of the past 20 years where I didn't beat VOO, but it was because Apple was such a large portion. Um, and it was a chance, it was risky, but I, I thought it was a qualified risk. So uh, VOO, we went over Qualcomm. Uh, Costco has another cross up. Costco, uh, at some point, these guys will announce a um, a, 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 a membership increase. Now, their, their ex-dividend date is tomorrow, so you have to own it today for them to, to, to get you the dividend. The dividend is small. I don't think it's a huge one. Uh, let's see what the dividend is on Costco. Uh, 0.71. Yeah. The second they announce a, a membership increase, you're right at your 200-day. Uh, I know I say, hey, under 500. I just think you're never going to get this one under 500 again. It's a solid, solid company. It is expensive. Understand, for a retailer, PE of 38, forward PE of 32, it's expensive. Year-to-date, you're up 20%. I, I don't own this one. I own it through ETFs. Uh, ARKK. We had a cross-up on ARKK. We have a cross-up on ARKG. Uh, both of these have, have cross-ups. I think we had ARKW as well. ARKK is at 3506. ARKG, which is one that I actually like because I know nothing about genomics and I think Kathy Woods does, has not performed very well at all. Nothing uh, over the past couple of months. But it's beaten down, 2299. I'm not putting my money in there. I've lost enough money with the ARK funds, but I know a lot of people like to trade it. Now, one that I do like 
is this ETF, AIQ. AIQ is an ETF for AI, global intelligence. You can go over to Seeking Alpha. Uh, we can go over here and we can type in AIQ. And if you just want to know what AIQ is, just go over to Seeking Alpha. And, and it's the easiest thing to look up. Just look up holdings. And, and you can see uh, Intel, biggest portion, which is crazy to me. But you got Alphabet. It's an actively managed fund, so they do change out of this stuff. But you can see, number of holdings, 91. The top makes up 33%. They own about 3% of all these companies. You can see the total number of holdings. But I, I like AIQ. Uh, it is, I think it is kind of expensive. Yeah, AIQ uh, expense ratio is 0.68. That's kind of expensive. I'd say buy, you know, buy some of the 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 uh, stocks individually. But if you just want a, an ETF, AIQ is a good one. Now, one that wasn't on my radar but should have been. I, I think I posted this one um, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Arista, Arista Networks just killed earnings. They went up from 177 to 207 just on earnings. They blew it away. Arista Networks is part of a network. Um, we can look up what they do. Let's see. Uh, A-R-A-N-E-T is the symbol. Uh, we'll just look at what they do um, from uh, Seeking Alpha. Uh, engages in the business of developing, marketing, and selling cloud network solutions. The firm is also involved in switching and plat uh, routing platforms, related networks to tech company. I mean, you know, the PE is 34. It's not crazy valuation for what they do and, and how they're growing. Uh, the average target price, 214, you're at 207. You're, you blew away your 52-week, but I don't think that it's crazy to think. You know, look at the, the upgrade, October 31st, yesterday. They upped it to 220. 220, and you're at 207. So I don't think it's crazy. I'd wait for a little bit of it to die down because, again, you have this gap here. Um, SoFi. So far, we had a cross-up. And by the way, I'm just going to pick from here. There are too many. Sign up for the newsletter. You will see all of these cross-up. I'll post the, you know, if you want a chart, just comment, um, you know, either on the any of the socials. Uh, you can do it on, on the newsletter. You can comment uh, on, on Spotify. You can comment in the Facebook group. You can comment on Twitter. Any of the social groups, just I'll, I'll do the chart for you if you want. But so far, $7.38. You're trading at $7.55. Again, when, when we went into earnings, you were at six, six. So you've had a nice pop here. Look, they lost six cents. Now they lost three cents. So I like this one. I, I like this one a lot. Um, Rivian, we've talked about Rivian before. The problem with Rivian is they're losing $30,000 per car. I still say this is probably a $30 stock. They don't have confirmation. Be careful of this one. They're coming out with earnings on November 7th. They just did a bond raise where they needed more capital. Um, this one's not going bankrupt. This is not something where you're going to zero. This is a company that has plenty of money. It's just expensive. It is a highly expensive company. They're losing $5 billion, but they have somewhere near about uh, $9 billion. Um, so, And that, that loss should continue to go down. It is down 12% year to date. The average target price is $28, October 27th. Uh, Can Cantor Fitzgerald, $29. October 10th, UBS, $24. And you're trading at $16. So th this is just getting hit with higher for longer. That's where it is. Uh, Visa. We talked about Visa. 
Uh, they may be upping their credit card fees to vendors. Uh, the ex-dividend date is coming up. They actually had earnings drop down to about 229. You have a cross up here at 235. It's going over the 200 day again. If you hold 237 today, I think that's a good confirmation that you may be going to this gap up here at 245. It's a solid company. Um, we talked about PayPal and stuff like that. This this one's a solid one. One other one that I will go over that has a cross up. And you've got, by the way, in the, the newsletter, I'll include levered ETFs uh, like um, Jeppy and SPXL. Uh, all to, I'm sorry, not not Jeppy. Uh, UMDD, UDAO, T-R-A-R-K, U-R-T-Y, SPXL, FAS, all of those that, that got cross ups. Covered calls. That's what I was talking about with Jeppy. Jeppy, JEPQ, Q-Y-L-D. Um, DJIA and all of the Vanguard sec, uh, ETFs. There's about nine of them that had cross up entries. Those are not ones that you trade, but if you're looking for entries on these, that's where you can use it. And then I'll include the spider sector as well. But here, podcast favorite that is not in the core portfolio yet, probably should be. I like this gap to be filled. That is a gap down on earnings. There is no reason for this to gap down. This is still a quality company at a quality price. Oracle is not overvalued. The PE is 30. Yes, that seems incredibly high, but the forward PE is 16. So as long as they keep their earnings where they're at, the forward PE is 16. So as long as they don't guide downward, you're fine. This is a company that's taking Uber from a premise server to a uh, cloud server. Uh, this is a company that is doing more cloud AI stuff. So I think you're fine. At 103, I think it's going to bounce off that 100 price point and continue up. Now, remember, I've liked this one since 60, uh, all the way back here at, at 80 in March. I was saying, you know, it just seems like 100's within reach. And you had that nice 10% run. And then I said at 96, I said under 100 just seems like a good price. And then it went all the way up here. He had a nice 20% run. Since then, you kind of hovered around the 115 to 120 range. And then you just broke down on earnings. So I don't want to see you uh, wait until this gets under 100. It did for one day, October 26th. That just touched it under 100. And then it bounced right back up. You have confirmation. I like this one. Uh, sectors. XLG, which is one that uh, my dad. This is if you think that the top stocks are going to continue to carry this market. XLG is a spider sector that I want you to get into. XLG is the top 50 S&P 500. So it's just 50 names instead of 500. Uh, the algorithm on this one makes you 4.9% over the last uh, tw 24 months, over the last two years. Uh, it gets you out. If you just bought and held this, it actually winds up losing you 6%. So it's a good one to trade. But I do think on these, these uh, kind of, uh, hey, where are we? Look at how low that MACD is. And it's just crossing up here at 3350 I like this one. I, I like it a lot. So uh, you can use this one. Now, if, if you want to know the spider, uh, spider sectors, the U.S. equity sectors, we talked about Seeking Alpha. I love this page. Most of the Seeking Alpha stuff, by the way, is free. Um, a lot of the stuff like the, the quant ratings, uh, importing your portfolio, making sure that you have, uh, you find stocks and opportunities and things that's all paid. It's $189 per year. Um, what I did yesterday was I did a BARD and I'll include this link for this BARD. And this, if you don't know BARD, BARD is, uh, uh Google's AI 
And you can see, I said, do you know about Seeking Alpha website? Yes. Here are some features. News, research, community. Uh, Seeking Alpha is a free website, but it offers premium subscriptions that provide additional features. So understand, if you use one of my links, you just sign up for it. And if you sign up and you pay, great. No problem. But you, Seeking Alpha is a tool that I've been using for free. Uh, and then they, uh, they, they partnered with me. So now I have the premium. I like it. I like it a lot. I think for me, uh, and I posted this in, in one of the newsletters, this is the core uh, use for me for fundamentals. Yes, I still use uh, Seeking Alpha. Uh, but I'm moving more toward, or uh, yes, I use Finviz, but I'm moving more towards Seeking Alpha. Um, so I said, what are the top features of paying for a premium subscription to Seeking Alpha? And I got these. Unlimited access to articles, true. Unlimited access to transcripts, true. Ratings for each stock. And by the way, you can take those transcripts uh, for um, earnings calls and things and load them into BARD and ask for a summary. So once the, the, the transcript is, is released, which is usually uh, within minutes uh, on Seeking Alpha, just load it up into, into AI. I could just start a service summarizing that stuff by loading it up into AI. Ratings for each stock, yes. Screening tools, love it. Price and ratings alerts. So I, I always say, hey, for the MACD cross-up in, um, in, uh, in TrendSpider, I have those alerts on certain stocks where I get alerts like this one, XLG. This would send me a text if I had this in my alerts for $33.50. You can do the same thing for Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha has the alerts. You get a nice text or an email and a portfolio health score. Uh, I go over the portfolio health score. Uh, if we go to the core portfolio right here, uh, the portfolio health score, you can look at it. It's got a health score of 3.75. Um, and, and I click on it and it tells me where uh, where I need to to to. Uh, pony up awesome you have 11 stocks that are rated highly you know my, my score is 3.75 out of uh, five your portfolio is in the top 11 percent of all portfolios that's great awesome you have 26 stocks that are rated highly watch out you have one stock at risk of performing badly um let's see what's the stock that's performing badly um oh xly xly i think it is yeah yeah but again, um, you know, I'll include this if you want. If you're thinking about uh, things in addition to these features, the Pro Plan offers, and the Pro Plan I don't have. I just have the Premium Plan, which is the top one. Um, so you can see all of the the things that it provides. But the link does. I said, is it worth $189 per year if I have Fidelity? That was the um, the 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 question that I wanted to know. Uh, if you're a casual investor, and this is what I say, if you're a casual investor, only invest in a few stocks, you may not find a Seeking Alpha premium subscription to be worth the cost. However, if you are an active investor, if you're listening to this podcast, you are an active investor, or you're somebody that wants to become more active, who researches and invests in a variety of stocks, Seeking Alpha premium subscription can be a valuable tool. So understand that, that yes, $189, a lot of money, uh, but it's for one year. But if you want to get a taste of what Seeking Alpha is, you know, Bart even says it. Hey, sign up for the free one. So use the links below to sign up for the free one. Uh, and remember, TrendSpider, and, and there's two different things. Remember, TrendSpider is more technical. It's charts. It's news. It's catalysts. It's uh, you know unusual options. It's trading. Uh, you can do um, you know uh, alerts and things like that. Uh, you can even trade with bots. You can set up strategies. Um, you can do that type of thing with uh, with uh, TrendSpider. 
Uh, Seeking Alpha is much more a tool for somebody who's a fundamental investor, earnings, um, you know, evaluation, uh, expense ratio on ETFs, things of that sort. So TrendSpider is just the technical side and Seeking Alpha is the fundamental side. But tra- uh, TrendSpider is having their Black Friday sale, early bird, bo- uh, early bird bonus. You get a, a yearly plan and get 12 months free of the non-pro CME futures data. That's a $90 value. This goes on for four days. I would say if you're listening to me and you're a regular listener, the yearly prepay, just skip it. Save your 50 bucks at 350. If you want this free seven days and see it, get it. It's $351. If you want the, uh, if you just think you're going to use it, it's it's time. Uh, like I said, the, the $250 offer that I had for the past week, it's the best offer you're going to get. I'm glad so many people took advantage of it. That's over. This, this one is going to be the next bet. I don't think that they're going to have the $250 offer again this year. Um, so if you want this, get it. So let me know if you have any questions. Uh, if you ha- want to join the private Facebook group, it's over here on Linktree. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter for some of the fun stuff that I do right there, YouTube is right there. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick has everything. Um, that, like I said, Seeking Alpha, you can sign up here. You do get $50 off if you sign up, but you can sign up and make a free account. Weeble, get free stock. Sign up for Weeble. I love Weeble. Uh, in fact, my account, let's see where my account is on Weeble because I do this every day. Um, my account is at 2333. So I'm up 0.55% today. Uh, a large portion of my position, in, in even in Weeble, is at an Apple. Uh, but I put $1,000 at the beginning of the year. I'm at 2333 right now. Um, Daily Stock newsletter right there. If you are paying more than $25 per month for your phone service, this is visible. Click on the link on Linktree. And you'll get $20 off your first month. Uh, the, the visible plans are $25 for unlimited. And that's $25. That includes taxes, fees, everything. You get a bill for $25. It's $25 all in. If you bring your own phone. If you want to buy a phone from them, they have phone deals as well. Uh, visible, if you want the Visible Plus, that's $35. Again, you get $20, $20 off your first month by just clicking on that. If you're going to order a Tesla... Use that link. If you have AT&T service at your house, click on this link. You get a, a bill credit. I think it's 50 bucks off your first month. I get 50 bucks uh, on mine as well. I'm using one gig service. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, again, the newsletter will be coming out. Uh, I'll be putting out the video. Hopefully it works today. Um, but I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow is the big day after the bell. Uh, we have Apple, but pre-bell we have Palantir. So uh, I'll be looking forward to that today after the bell. We have Qualcomm and PayPal. So maybe I'll come on live for that one. Okay, take care. Bye. and fears.